you are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 63. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits where they belong in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I appreciate you. So today we're going to talk about full-length mirrors. Get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we dive right into our coaching session today, I want to just give a little word of thanks and a little a little shout out to my two very talented and fearless fellow coaches who just accompanied me on a retreat that I just went to in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. You may have heard me talk about this retreat as I invited all of you listeners to join me and the other two coaches, Debbie Lazinski and Jenny Opaka. We had a lovely group of women, and I want to send a hug and a kiss to each one of you if you're listening. One of my private clients joined me there, and one of you, my podcast listeners, actually joined me at the retreat. There was a lot of peace, gorgeous surroundings in a private villa, pampering every single day, coaching, delicious, healthy food, connection, and a little bit of rest. So I just want to let you know that the retreat was great. I'm happy to be home, but looking forward to doing it again and maybe some different ones that I might offer you. So I will keep you posted on how that goes. And if we do do other ones, I'd love to see you there if it's a good fit, if it feels right to you. Let's dive into our session today, which is all about why we hate full-length mirrors and why we need them. Think about yourself. When was the last time you actually looked at your full body in the mirror? What happens is that you have a vision of yourself. You think you know how you are, what you look like, your size, and your shape. If you've taken pretty good care of yourself, then your vision matches your reality. So you really do look like what you think you look like. But If you didn't take great care of yourself and you ate without hunger again and again and again, it's pretty likely that the mental vision of you in your head doesn't match the reality of you and how the world sees you and even how you would see yourself if you looked in a full-length mirror. You may know that you have extra weight on your body. You may look in your closet and see a part of it that fits and a part of it that you know does not fit, but you don't actually know what it looks like. And when you get to this point, it's typical that you might just distance yourself from the pain of the extra weight by not wanting to see it, by not having it in your face. That hurts more than thinking about it, because visuals are hard to deny. We can think anything we want, but when we see reality glaring back at us in an image in a full-length, full-body mirror, there is no denial. The vision of ourself feels very real. And as self-protection to maintain your vision of yourself, you probably see yourself from the waist up as opposed to in the full-length mirror. 
But one day, something happens and you do see yourself. Maybe you go clothing shopping, or maybe, I hate to say it out loud, maybe you're even shopping for a bathing suit. And that visual can be shocking. You can feel shocked or ashamed because, remember, your feelings don't come from that image in the mirror, but your feelings come from what you think. And when you see that image that is surprising because you haven't seen it in so long, then your thought may be something like, how did I let myself go? I can't believe I let myself get to this point. You may think that you hate your body and feel ashamed, or maybe you're walking along one day and you just glance into a store or office window and you see the full outline of yourself and you're surprised and not in a good way. You may feel fear, fear that something is wrong with you because that image is a collision of the vision you had maintained the vision that wasn't quite up to date with the reality of that image. You may be worried that it's too far gone. There's nothing that you can do. Now, remember that something happens. We have a thought about it. That creates your feeling, and then you take an action. So if you look in that mirror or that store window, and you see something that is totally surprising to you, then your thought may be any one of the things we mentioned and the feeling is not going to be good. If you're an emotional eater, here's where you might take action by turning to food to make yourself very temporarily feel better. And that will slip you right back into emotional eating and back into denial and disconnection from where you are now. So you'll get very short-term temporary relief from the surprise of how you look in reality but then the action that you take is going to actually keep you stuck there in reality. So what are your options when you first take that bold step and look in the full length mirror, the reality mirror? Well, the first option is what we just said, where you beat yourself up. And that really doesn't help you in any way. I'm sure you know that. And it doesn't feel good. You also could make a very, very strong promise and a very desperate attempt that you must lose this weight. But if you do that, using thoughts like, I'm a loser, and there's no way this is going to work, but I have to try, I have no choice, what that's going to do is have you just repeat all the things you've done in the past that are wrong in that dieting mode, and you're just going to repeat them and still not get the results that you want. You might react to the way that you look in the mirror the same way you do when you get on the scale and feel in pain, literally, that the truth, the reality of where you are hurts and it's not something you choose to want to feel. But there are other options. And one of the options I do not wish for you and I do not suggest for you is to stay away from stores, mirrors, or windows. I want you to do the opposite. I want you to make a plan to take care of you wherever you are today without beating yourself up, without trying to fool yourself, with just dealing with reality in a peaceful, compassionate, unemotional way where you can get used to how you look and your reality right now and go from there. I once remember an Oprah show 
where Oprah and her best friend Gail went to a spa. And they did all kinds of testing and measuring. Somebody measured them and did their body fat and did all types of statistics on where they were now. And when they gave Oprah the results and the numbers, she said to the nutritionist or therapist, that's really bad, isn't it? And the woman just said, no, that's just your starting place. And I like looking at it that way. Wherever you are now, whatever shocked you in that mirror, doesn't matter. It's just your starting place. It doesn't have an emotional charge. It's neutral unless you give it an emotional charge and you don't have to. So make a plan using the three main parts of my program. Remember, eat, think, and love. I want you to eat foods from a little hungry to a little full. And I want you to eat foods and train yourself to love the foods that love you back. That means to stop lusting after foods that don't give you the result that you want, which is just like lusting after that bad boyfriend or that bad girlfriend who you know is not a good thing for you. To face reality after you face reality in that mirror of how you are right now in the world today, let's look at what foods can get you to a different place with the same reality from compassion. Under the part of the program that's think, I want you to just be neutral. This is a problem I can solve. That's a good thought for you to adopt. I can change. And then begin to look for the evidence that this is all true. Under love, I want you to do two things. I want you to look in the mirror, just like weighing yourself. I want you to see where you are today and just know that you did your best and wherever you are, it's your starting place. But don't avoid the mirror. Avoiding the mirror to feel better is further encouraging that disconnect from your vision of yourself and your reality of yourself. And your goal is to live in your reality. So even if you want to change your reality, you want to change that image in the mirror. You want to change your weight. You want to change what size clothing you wear. That's okay. But start from the reality of where you are right now. Don't fantasize about where you think you should be. Just be here right now and go from there. So I want you to look in the mirror, just like I want you to weigh yourself. Do you need to weigh yourself to lose weight? No, you can use clothing to measure how much you've changed. But I also don't want you to be afraid to weigh yourself. I don't want you to be afraid of the number. It's a simple measurement of all the weight, of all the fat tissue, of all the muscle tissue, of all your bones, all the things, the organs that make up your body right now. It's neutral. If it's not a size that you want it to be, you can work on getting to the size that you want to be, but you don't want to do it from a place of fear and shame and shock and worry. I want you to do it from a place of compassion. So look in the mirror now with compassion. Get on the scale now with compassion. You can still change if you accept yourself. Many people fear that if they accept themselves right now, then they won't have any impetus to change. They won't be motivated. This is absolutely not true. 
where you are now, accepting yourself, seeing yourself, seeing your reality, it's the only way to make it different. Start from there. There's no more hiding. I want your reality to be matching the vision in your head of you. I want you to stay connected to yourself. So focus on looking at your body in any way, whether it's a full-length mirror, getting on the scale, but at least give the full-length mirror a try. It may be a good wake-up call for you, not in the sense of name-calling and hating where you are. That is not allowed. I only want you to see where you are, look at yourself and say, this is where I am. I did the best that I could. And now I'm going to move on from here. So that's what I want you to stay focused on. That's it for our coaching session today. And I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. I usually talk about my book that you can get in the show notes at absolutely no charge. And I want you to have that book if you don't already, because the book helps you see what went wrong in the past. And I don't want you to keep making the same mistakes as you attempt to lose weight and change your body. But I also want you to know that I work with a very small number of private clients. I have a premier private coaching practice in addition to the groups that I do for emotional eating and for binge eating with Katherine Hansen. So if you've ever wondered what it would be like to be coached, there's lots of information on my website. There's a link right there in the show notes. And if you think, I'm not a group person, I really want that personal touch, I really want an individualized program, and it's okay to say, I want all your attention. I don't want to share it with a group. That's okay. Groups are not for everyone. And if you think that to you, then talk to me and let's see if we're a good fit. And in future podcasts, I'm going to talk to you about exactly what a private coaching session is like. I hope to see you back here next week where we're going to continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step by step until they both become something you used to do because we know that's the ultimate goal, right? So this is your coach, Cookie, for now, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I'll see you here next week.